This Side of Country with Trav, supporting new artists and celebrating the legends on 95.9 KRFF. Powered by Fix It Forward Auto Care. It's Wednesday. She's back. Love your local FM small business spotlight. Our good pal Indira in studio. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I am doing great. I'm so, so glad to be back. So great to have you back. Thank we you. miss when you're not here. Hey, you've got an event coming up. I do. Tell and me we all about only it. we only have nine slots left. Hey. So nine tables left, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, it's two almost two months to it. Uh, April 23rd, yeah. 12 to 4 yep. at the Ramada. Yeah. Uh, it's our Small Business Expo Spring Edition. Love it. Love yes. it. And so nine spaces left if people want to get in. Nine spaces left, yes. Where do they reach out to if they want to get involved? Uh, they can email me at 616primrose at gmail.com, or they can just reach out to me through Messenger okay. or even the Small Business Group and the Love Your Local Group. Fantastic. What is Super this, easy to reach. What is the Small Business Expo real quick? It is just a compilation of all great businesses, small businesses in Fargo. So yeah. if you need a hairdresser, if you need a facial, if you need your car fixed, if you need, you know, to shop local, whatever you need local, you could probably find it there. And we just wanted to be a one-stop shop. So. I love it. I'm, I'm so excited to get to know the guests here. Uh, I tell you what, ever since the pandemic, I think a lot of things have changed for us mm-hmm. all. I think we're all under a little bit more pressure. I think we're all under uh, a lot more uh, just outside uh, things going on in the world that really kind of make you go, man, it's hard to want to even get out of bed, mm-hmm. walk outside the door and do life. But I've got a family I've got to do this for. I've got kids that I've got to show them how to get through tough moments like this. I mean, look at the news. Look at social media. Are we doing are we doing balloons today? Are we doing chemical spills? Are we going to get into a war? I mean, what is the next uh, virus that's going to be going? There's always something. And it's really hard to keep yourself positive. So something like soulless counseling might be a good avenue to think about. And I want to get to get to know our next guest here. Tell me all about it. Hi, Brittany. How are you doing? Hello, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Good. Well, we are all dying to know how did this Soulless Counseling come about? Yeah. So, um, Soulless Counseling opened uh, in 2018. It was just me, myself, and I. Um, <laughs> oh, here I'm like, <laughs> like all um, these business partners. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and it started because I, lots of therapists um, work for um, agencies when they first start out. And I was working for an agency that was wonderful and great. I really wanted work-life balance. And that's really, really hard to find in the therapy world, uh, especially as a starting out therapist. And so I looked for um, positions and jobs that would fit me. Um, I had two little kids at the time that um, I was looking and I couldn't find anything. And so truly solace counseling came down to I really wanted work-life balance and couldn't find it anywhere. And so I thought I'm going to see if I can create work-life balance for myself. It was scary. I remember having conversations with my husband of like, am I going to bankrupt us here? (laughs) And um, he also has a small business. And so I saw him do some of the things that apply. Like, um, how do you go without a paycheck for a while? How do you, what do you do with the state to register your name? I Mm -hmm. mean, just how do you form an LLC? So there were some of those foundation items that I had seen from uh, him and looked up to him for and that he helped a lot in kind of that security. So solace counseling came about because I really wanted work-life balance and to be able to be a really great mom and to also be in the workforce doing the work that I really love to do. Awesome. How about the name? How did the name come about? Oh, gosh. (laughs) We had a lot of names. Um, (laughs) You know, I think uh, the, the intent of the name is I wanted people to understand 
um, that they could find peace and calmness uh, in therapy. And so uh, solace, you know, uh, is essentially a word like finding solace, finding peace in your life. So um, that is is uh, kind of where it came from and, and, and how we got to to that name but goodness there were a lot of names that we went through i even did like a facebook poll like what do you guys think of these three names and um i ended up deciding on on solace counseling solace just sounds very peaceful yeah it does yeah. It, just, it really does it brings you a calmness I yeah think, just saying it that's a, that's a place i would want to go like oh good they're gonna help calm me down mm-hmm. relax me uh get me back on page you started in 2018 yes mm-hmm. just you yourself and you yes and uh i see that you've got a staff of eight wonderful therapists. How many did you start with and how has it gotten to this many that that are in your group now? Yeah, uh, pretty crazy. Uh, when I went into practice, there was no plan of yeah. growing uh, because like I said, I didn't even know if I could do it myself, yeah. quite honestly. Um, and so one of uh, the clinicians that we have, her name is Nicole, uh, she actually came to me because she needed supervision, which is something you need in order to do therapy. Yeah. And um, so I did her supervision. And during that time, she had said, hey, would you ever consider hiring somebody? Yeah. I really want to try out this work-life balance thing. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I remember the conversation. I was like, well, we can, but I can't promise it's going to go well because I haven't done this before. I hadn't even really supervised anybody before at that point. Um, So Nicole came on staff um, and we grew from there. Um, COVID happened in the middle of all of that. And COVID did a lot of really tough things um, to individuals and families and communities. However, for the mental health world, it did some really beautiful things of really getting mental health care out there and putting a spin on mental health care of it's okay. And um, a lot of people need it right now. Yeah. So we were really fortunate that that word got out there and that our community really leaned in to mental health. Um, But the phone calls came a lot during that time. And so um, we uh, grew intentionally while also knowing there was a huge boom. So during COVID, we were telling people at that time, we can get you in in four months. Right. Um, we got a 16-week wait list right wow. now. You know, so it was it was heartbreaking, yeah. honestly. Um, wow. But ever since uh, uh, we um, have begun growing, you know, mental health care doesn't stop. Right. And so I'm really glad we grew at that time. I was yeah. fearful. Are we going to grow? And then all of a sudden, we're going to start recovering and, and we're not going to need it. That um, hasn't been the case, and unfortunately, um, wait lists are still uh, not great community-wide. Right. right. And so that's great because people are reaching out, but super sad because I think of it like a plumber. Like, we call a plumber when our water's leaking, yep. and we need the plumber now. now. I don't need the plumber in 12 weeks. Right. You know? mm-hmm. And mental health care is the same. People yeah. are calling because they need help now. It probably took them a long time right. to make that phone call. And so, you know, on the other end, when we're saying, like, we can get you in, but we can get you in and. 10 weeks, right. 12 weeks. That must be it's hard to say as a mm-hmm. as a owner mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the human in you probably wants to take them home and help them, right? Yeah. Yes. But right. Yes. Right. Would you say it's a fair statement with COVID? We we hear the term a lot, uh, the great awakening. <laughs> and the great awakening in this aspect was a lot of people are going, it's okay for me to uh, uh, admit that right now I need some emotional support. It's okay that I need to go to somebody to talk about these things and uh, get another perspective. But before that, we were always told, suck it up. 
you've, you've got mm-hmm. some kids, you've got a family, you've got a job, suck it up and just move on, do your thing. Now it's okay. Like, no, I, I want you to be in a healthy place because you're no good at your job. You're no good for your family if you are not filling your cup and you are not taking care of yourself. Would you say COVID was almost, like you said, uh, almost an awakening to folks like, yes, take care of yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I do agree with that. And I think what COVID did for us is it put us all on the same playing field. Right. Mm-hmm. So people felt less judged because they were like, wait a minute, you're dealing with, with COVID and the impacts of COVID and you are and you are. Yeah. Instead of this, like, I have this secret thing that I'm dealing with that I don't want anybody to know because I don't know if any of you guys have ever Mm -hmm. felt that before. So COVID put us on an even playing field of like, okay, we are all dealing with the same thing. I don't have to be embarrassed of this. It's just clear we all all have this thing going on. Right, right. Put this in perspective for me, if you would. Uh, not picking on anybody, but I'm, I'm curious. Uh, we are things seeing a lot of things on social media, the news, things like that, uh, whether it's local or worldwide. Are we going to be in a war soon? Uh, there's the balloons. Again, there's the chemical spills. There's the fires. There's the talk of a new virus coming out. That's a lot of pressure. Do you see folks coming in because they are just so overwhelmed by everything they're seeing in the media i feel like there's two people one they're going okay what's it going to be today brush it off and go whatever but then there are those that are going oh my god everywhere i look i'm surrounded by intensity do you see a lot of folks coming in addressing some of those worldwide national news things that we're seeing out there yeah absolutely um you know if it if it even before covid quite honestly if it wasn't covid there was something else right you know i always think like national news like there's always something Mm -hmm. terrible and bad we were just reminiscing about like alligator accidents right there's always something big happening that truly can destroy our joy right and so yes covid was one of those things we saw the balloons in the air i'm also in the military i've been in the military for 16 years and so there's a whole lot of fear of like what is going to go on with with us in the military and and what's going to happen and people feel that whether they're in the military or out of the military but there's always something globally going on that can really steal our joy so there's a lot of work because most of us struggle with that you know we look at a precious baby sleeping and we're like what a cute baby and then we're like but what if they stop breathing right you know we're so guilty of allowing our joy to be stolen it's hard work yeah Absolutely. You have to train your mind. You do. Right. Yep. That's on a national level. Have you ever seen anything locally, you know, things that are uh, situations or events that are going on locally here, just in the FM area where people, that stresses people out, even though they might not have a dog in the fight here. It doesn't affect them directly, but it is a community matter. Yeah. And they're carrying that burden. Do you ever get those? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's kind of what we were talking about before. You know, Fargo, West Fargo, Moorhead, we're big, but we're little. Right. And so um, when things happen that make uh, news or when things happen that really pull at people's heartstrings, so... Um, it can be something really, really sad, or it can be something really, really good. But when you see those, um, I don't want to like label the things, but like if we see things like um, somebody passed away at a young age, right. or we see things like somebody had uh, uh, harmed themselves, or we see um, crimes that were really hurtful, right. people are connected um, mm-hmm. oftentimes uh, in 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 really um, intricate ways. And so I think of like a, a potential suicide, right? Like there were so many people in that person's class or there are so many people at that person's work or there are so many yeah. people that you know came across that person and said hi and 
that's a ripple effect that happens mm-hmm. to everybody. And um, I think of it like an ocean. We never know when that wave is going to end, and it goes on for further than we could ever imagine. So, yes, community things absolutely heighten um, where people are at and, and cause us to struggle with our mental health. We might not even know them, but seeing right. somebody pass away at a young age makes us question some things sometimes mm-hmm. in life. Right. It's very interesting that you said that because I know recently on a personal level, whether it's somebody I know or it's connected to a family member, a friend, a co-worker, somebody's losing somebody too frequently due to suicide. Mm -hmm. And the first thing out of a lot of people's mouths are, I didn't see it coming. Mm -hmm. They were so happy. They were full of life. They had a great job. Uh, They had a wonderful girlfriend, wife, husband, whatever. Did not see this coming. How do you find ways to stay supportive when somebody looks like on the outside, they've got it together. In fact, you might even be a little jealous going, man, I wish I had that person's life. Lo and behold, that is the person that is no longer with us. What kind of signs do we need to be looking for? What can we do to play a more supportive role? Yeah, so... Um, There are signs. However, I think we've done an injustice, this is my personal opinion, of of teaching people and informing people that there's always signs because you have that leftover grief when we didn't see the signs because truly sometimes there aren't signs. Um, Many times suicide and a completed suicide is done in the heat of the moment. All the stars aligned properly in that instant and that Mm -hmm. caused that person to do what they did, right? Right. Not that they were planning their suicide or not that there was a date or or any of those things. Literally everything aligned at once and that person completed it. And I think like, gosh, if this would have been five minutes later or there would have been something that just like got in the way quickly, right? Would Mm -hmm. this have happened? And so... I will. I I for sure will give a couple warning signs. However, I want to be really clear. Sometimes there's none, right. and so those people that are blaming themselves or thinking like I should have noticed the moms, the dads, the brothers, the sisters, the mm-hmm. family members. Sometimes there's nothing. So yeah. you so stop blaming yourself. Sometimes there's nothing. Absolutely. Well, you just look at like there's famous people you know who have millions of dollars that are doing you know they're harming themselves. Yes. So when we see it in the community, I mean. It can happen to anyone. Right. And that's one of the reasons uh, the uh, population that I really, really pushed out towards when I opened Solace Counseling was professionals in the community. Because I asked myself, where are the teachers going? Where are the nurses going? Where are right. the doctors going? Right. Where are the people going right. that maybe um, don't feel comfortable showing up at an agency setting? Yeah. Um, and so that was the, the group of people that I was really aiming at because I felt like we were missing them in our community. Um, People who weren't professionals in the community, it seemed like they had a variety of places to go. But if you were a professional, if you were an attorney in the community, if you were any of these people in in this room, do you feel comfortable going to a lot of the places in the FM area? And not because they're bad, places are so good in the FM area, but where do you feel comfortable going? And I wanted to create a really comfortable spot for uh, professionals in the community to go. Well, just look at like the police force and like firefighters and everything they see. Yes. Everything they yes. see in the community, they right. want a safe space to go to. So, yes. L- last question I want to ask yeah. before we go into yeah. the growth of what can we, what do you want to do to grow uh, Solace and uh, where are you at right now? What would you like to, the community to do to support more? Before we get into that, you mentioned professionals. Yeah. That comes back to you as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. We want to know the person that we're going to be confiding in, talking to, giving our personal lives to is also in a healthy place is in a state of mind that they're they're not so weighed down by their own personal life they're not even listening to me and maybe the advice that they're giving me doesn't even really make sense how do you all take care of yourself 
fill your own cups so that mm-hmm. you can continue to give back to the com- community because there is a large need for your services here. Yes. Yeah, and um, that's the work-life balance piece. So like I said, when I opened Solace Counseling, I did it for work-life balance, and that's something we have kept and is our foundation forever. So when we hire clinicians, they have to have that same mindset or Solace Counseling doesn't work for them right. um, for a variety of reasons. So the number of clients um, that are on a schedule for our clinicians is far less than that of any that I know in the Fargo-Moorhead community, and it's specifically for what you're talking about. We want clinicians to go home and do whatever fills them up at home. We want work to be filled of them and their ability to stay present and their ability to intake difficult things and help people through it. And then we want them to show up healthy the next day. And if we keep clinicians seeing 40 clients a week, Monday through Friday, eight to four, it's never going to happen. It's a lot. And so... Our hope at Solace Counseling is that the clinicians that come on staff, that they take that that really seriously and that they use that time yeah. to do that and keep whole within yeah. themselves. Wonderful. Um, so, you yeah. know, the, the hope is that the setup is there. Yeah. Would you say the demographic is mostly uh, professionals uh, for Solace or... Or is there a wide range of what yes. you serve in the community? Yes, we see a variety of everybody, and everybody is welcome. Um, uh, uh, the foundation was very much we wanted professionals to be comfortable. What we learned is lots of people are comfortable at Solace Counseling. Mm-hmm. So uh, many of the clinicians have a heart to see professionals in the community. Um, we also have clinicians who see um, kids, and oftentimes it is kids of the professionals in the community, but they right. see kids, they see couples, they see families. So um, we welcome anybody at Solace Counseling. Um, and, and have a focus on professionals in the community. Okay. We're carrying around a lot of stuff. I don't think we realize that until you really start putting it out there. Yes. And I don't think Brittany realizes what kind of calming effect she has on people. And I think mm-hmm. I think people are really lucky to sit in your chair and have care from you. Oh, so thank you. I can sense that. So thank I, you. I think that's amazing. 2018 you started. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you really kind of saw things pick up around the pandemic. Yes. Yep. And, and it's just kind of been steady as we go ever since. Yes. Yeah. And you said, no, is there currently still that waiting list? Yeah. Um, there, There's a waiting list at Solace Counseling and uh, truly community wide. And right. And that might be great information to get out to that. Like I had said before, people typically call when they're in crisis and the hope is I can be seen right away. And just to prepare people emotionally for the likely you're going to call and it's very unlikely you're going to get in somewhere super quick. And so somehow utilizing resources, giving yourself some breaks, just like patching your way through until you kind of get into those appointments because uncommon to get a yeah. quick appointment right now unfortunately you you just you said that then that's very interesting because if you think about it we're all working during the day we keep it we hold on to it get through our days after hours is kind of when we start addressing it so what do you do in that situation yeah i think the biggest thing is um and this uh, might feel basic but it is very very powerful is like what you just did is recognizing it and calling it out saying holy cow there is a lot of stuff that I'm holding on to right now and a lot of things going on and so my reaction of anger or my reaction of isolation or my reaction of fill in the blank the reason is it's a symptom Mm -hmm. of all of the things going on in my life so we can hold ourselves for a while when we have an understanding of why we're doing what we're doing so we don't feel like we're bad inside we understand it literally is a symptom we have a cold our nose runs right Mm -hmm. we are struggling with our mental health and there's a lot on our plate the symptoms are anger isolation sadness those are symptoms and so holding on to that but lots of 
breaks, um, saying no uh, to things if you need it, or saying yes to things if you're the isolator. Right. Um, you know, uh, leaning on those you love um, for some encouragement, not getting mad at those that are struggling um, while they're in the depths of it. Yeah. It truly is patchwork until you can uh, do the work to figure out where's this coming from. Yeah, absolutely. With that, I imagine because there is such a need, uh, you need to grow. You would like to grow. You would like to be able to help more for those in need of your services. How do you plan on doing that? Yeah, well, right now we have um, eight full-time therapists and, and a part-time therapist, and uh, we want to continue um, allowing them to see the clientele that, that they're seeing. Um, one of the biggest things that I I um, am hopeful to do is to get more information out uh, regarding mental health that doesn't have to happen inside of a session. Right. So when people are waiting for their sessions um, or people are on the wait list, right, that they have some tools, tricks, um, things to do to, to patch themselves through mm-hmm. until that happens. And so my hope is, is that we can continue to and ramp up um, providing some information and some helpful tips for people while they're kind of holding on um, and providing some hope to get them through. So I would say that's probably my biggest thing. And that could look in the form of a podcast, maybe like yes. a post every yes. week yes. on your Facebook or something. Yes. Yes. It could be as simple as, yeah, just yes. a, a motivational Monday post or yes. something, you yes. know, right. just exactly to get people right. maybe through that Monday. You know, we have the Monday blues, <laughs> right? So, you know, just getting people through that Monday until they can maybe come see you in person. Yes. So yeah. And to help people understand, um, like, when do I need help when when is this just think about postpartum depression right like Mm -hmm. are these baby blues or is this postpartum depression who knows right uh people don't have the tools to diagnose themselves and so sometimes it can be hard to know do i stay weathering the storm or do i need some help getting out and so my hope is to just continue this conversation in our community um to be able to raise some awareness and help people understand um uh, their situations temporarily. Here's some tools to get you through, and here's when when being seen might be helpful. So that's great. That just brings it brings it into how can people keep in touch with you, and where can they find you? Yeah. So best places are Facebook. We have a fairly active Facebook um, page, and so you can go there for some tips and inspiration yeah, and things like go. that um, that we're talking about now. The other place you can go is our website. If you're looking for scheduling or things like that, that would be our website. If you're looking for tips and tricks and Um, some mental health knowledge, um, and some hopefully calming and soothing uh, posts that stray away from politics and the scary uh, balloons in the sky, then you can go ahead and go to our Facebook page to get some of that stuff. And our Facebook page is just Solace Counseling FM, and then our website is solacecounselingfargo.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I want to ask you one last question. Do you have a favorite inspirational saying? That you like to, when people ask you for something, that's the one that you go to. Is there one? Yeah, I don't think there's a saying, but probably the most common thing I go to when I'm working with clients um, is letting them know that who they are deep down is lovable and they need to learn who that is and how to love that person. Most of us spend our lives trying to change and mold for society to approve of us and we need to approve of ourselves. And so really working with people on figuring out who am I and how do I love that person that I am. Yeah, absolutely. Our good pal Indira over here doing great things with Love Your Local FM Small Business Spotlight, helping businesses like yourself grow, uh, reach more people. What else would you like to see the community do to support small businesses? 
I think, you know, we've had a really good shift in uh, for the last couple of years of really looking at small businesses first um, and local businesses first. And I, you know, I think we're doing a beautiful job. And if we can continue to do that, you know, um, when we think about uh, uh, Lindsay's business or Solace Counseling or, yeah. or anybody's businesses, just, you know, think small first. Yeah. Um, know that uh, there's big hearts behind those small businesses and mm-hmm. um, supporting small businesses just... If you're able to, um, think of them first, and and, uh, if you're able to, move forward with them. This side of country, this side of country.